Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything, number 229. That's 229. That means we have done 229 episodes of this show. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. You can follow us on Twitter at Winning Cures. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Winning Cures Everything. You can follow me on Twitter at GaryWCE. You can follow me at ChrisBGNini. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash Winning Cures Everything. You can find everything you need right there. The show is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. You're going to hear a lot more about that. Go check out everything you need to know at tunicatravel.com. You can also check out everything you need to know about the world of sports, about the world of football, about everything under the sun at winningcureseverything.com. That is the website. Chris, how you feeling, my brother? Man, I'm good. We got a lot to discuss on this one. We got the best NFL games preview. We've got our NFL gambling picks. We got our college gambling picks. I think we're going to do the college ones first, right? Sure. College first. Yeah, that, that'll be fine. We'll do a nice little break in between all the NFL talk. Either way, it's opening NFL weekend. We got much to discuss. I love it. So let's get to it. NFL Week 1 Best Games Preview. Brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi. The South's premier sports gambling destination. You can watch and wager on all of these games at any of Tunica's five, soon to be six, incredible sports books. Gold Strike Casino, Horseshoe Casino, Samstown, Hollywood, First Jackpot, opening soon, the sports book at the Fitz. All of them are nice. We've been to all of them. We checked them all out. They all cool. Go down to whichever one you want to go to. That's right. You can watch games at any of them, right? Yeah, no. That's I like them. I like them. We were down with it. Get more information over at tunicatravel.com. Check that thing out. Let's jump right in. Game number one. First game of the season. Thursday, Thursday night. night. Falcons at Eagles. Eagles at two and a half point favorite. That line opened up at four. It's been bet down two and a half. Nah, it didn't get bet down at two and a half. They changed it when they officially named Foles the starter. Is that what happened? Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of money on the Falcons. Okay. Vegas money. Either way, over-under is 45 and a half. It's Thursday, September 6th at 7.20 p.m. on NBC, Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. Carson Wentz ain't quite ready to come back. So, like you said, Nick Foles will be the starter. The Eagles offense played incredibly vanilla in the preseason. Seriously doubt that's going to have any impact on this game whatsoever. Uh, Second-year offensive coordinator Steve Sarkeesian. Wide receiver Calvin Ridley joins Julio Jones and Matt Ryan in Atlanta. There's a lot that's going to go on here. How do you feel about this game? What do we need to look for? I think the Eagles' defense is the cream of the crop in the NFL. It's up there with maybe the two or three best defenses in the league. Vikings, Jags. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think they're just incredibly talented. Um, and offensively, they're, they got a lot of guys hurt. That They're not going to look the same as they looked last year. But they didn't have any stars on offense other than Nick Foles and, and, and Carson Wentz. They just found a way to make this thing work. Um, I think that's what they're going to do again this year. That's kind of how I feel. And I think the Eagles I don't think are Foles has to do much. Just fine. No, he didn't have to do much in most of the games that they, they played. In the Super Bowl, he had to do a lot. He had to do a whole oh, lot. Yeah. And he did. He did everything he needed to do. Well, they, they pulled out all the stops in that one. That's right. I'll, I'll tell you this. Interesting number I'm going to give you. Okay. 
8.67 points per game. That is the number of points that the Falcons scored on average against the top three defenses in the league last year. Oh, yeah, that's right. They played they, the Vikings. They almost got blanked in all those they, games. They played the Vikings, scored nine points. They played the Patriots, scored seven points. They scored – or they uh, they played the Eagles in the playoffs mm-hmm. and scored ten points. Yep. 8.67 points per game against the top five defenses. Not good. Not good. Not good. If they don't put up a whole bunch of points here – you know how I feel about Sarkeesian. You know oh, how I, know. I feel about the Falcons and their offensive abilities. I, I just think so much of this is scheme. He is really good in college. He can't. He cannot hang with the defensive coordinators in the NFL. You might be right about that. Not uh, now they got talent out the yin yang. They should be better on offense than they are. Well, and they led the NFL in third down conversions last year. Third That's down, third down completion or uh, 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 percentage, which was like over forty five percent, which is absurd if you think about it. But even still, they couldn't score against good defenses. That's right. You can't put it in the end zone. None of the rest of the stats. No, none of it matters. None of it matters. Uh, who, I'm guessing you like the Eagles. I'd take the Eagles. It stays That's, under a field goal. I'd take the Eagles. Same here. Same here. E- even at a field goal, I might. First championship in, 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 in the history of the Eagles, that, that stadium going to be, fired going to be rocking. Game number two, the Steelers minus five. What is that down to now? No, nah, it was five. Last, About five? last night it was four. Nope, last night it was four. So it was five today? Well, I don't know today. I hadn't looked. It was, it was last night that I got that five. But that was before we went to the casino. Last night when I was in Tunica, I got it at four, four and a half. Okay. All right, so we'll say Steelers minus four. Even number, whatever. Uh, at the Browns, over-under is 46 and a half. Sunday, September the 9th, noon game on CBS at First Energy Stadium in Cleveland. Le'Veon Bell still has not reported. That That's, is a big deal. This is Tuesday evening, man. Yeah. Now, I, uh, Pouncey did come out and say, like, ah, he'll be here by Wednesday. And they said, like, what, did he tell you that? Or he said, no. Uh, I'm just, like I don't actually know. Just I'm just guessing. guessing. Like kind of He said, I, "If I know Le'Veon, he'll be here by Wednesday." So Mike Lombardi has a saying. I listen to his podcast and I read a lot of the stuff that he writes for the Ringer. He has a saying: "Hoping is not a game plan." <laughs> and there are a lot of teams. If if you listen to him talk and he breaks down filming these guys, there's a lot of teams that don't really prepare. They just think, "Oh, our guys are better than their guys. We go and go out there and we're gonna figure this thing out." Hoping is not a game plan, and I think that's what the Steelers are trying to do with Le'Veon right now, and it makes me feel so much better being a Cleveland fan. Now, by the time this video comes out, like, he might have actually reported. That's correct. But as right now, Tuesday he's only going to have like two days of practice. 10 p.m. God standard time. Yeah. James Conner is the backup. They're talking high about him, but, like, there, there is no – I want to know the question between how late can he show up and still be allowed to play. I'd go with probably Thursday. Because if he's not there by that day, what happens to the number? How much does he move it? And I think that's why the number has moved as low as it was. One of the books we were at, Sam Actually took it off the board. They actually took, like, while we were there, I was walking up there, and it went from on the board to off the board. Yeah. It was it was strange to see because we didn't understand. What happened? Like, what news happened? Who got hurt? What changed? And so, of we course, we're sitting it. in there on our phones like, what is... Yeah, what happened? What what happened? And, and nothing the, happened. It's the, just that he hadn't reported yet. I, I think it is. Le'Veon hadn't reported yet. He said he was going to report by Labor Day. He hadn't. and Or not, he didn't say that. The team said he was. 
But he never showed up. He never showed up. It, a lot of people today were talking about how him not showing up, his agent might be trying to pull like what Oakland did with Khalil Mack. Yeah, get a trade. Like it, we want a trade. I want I want years. I want security. I'm tired of this franchise and crap. Yeah. I mean, if I was making as much as he is on the franchise tag. Yeah, but you're broke, man. It's one thing. It's different. You and I, you give me fourteen I mean, million dollars. Yeah. There's not a whole lot in this world I wouldn't do. <laughs> That's you got a good point. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, Josh Gordon, Jarvis Landry, Carlos Hyde, entirely new team in Cleveland. I know you're this all is, about these boys. This is, this is not your daddy's Browns. The right Steelers here. are replacing offensive coordinator Todd Haley, who is now with the Browns. That's right. Uh, with That's quarterback right. coach and Big Ben friend Randy Feener. That's right. Do you ben think it makes any to, difference? Yeah, Ben likes to surround himself with yes men who won't hold him accountable and who won't coach him hard. And 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 I think that's a bad thing for the Steelers' offense. I absolutely think it is bad to surround yourself with your friends that are just going to tell you what you want to hear and not hold you accountable. I think you're probably people right. didn't like. He didn't like Todd Haley because Todd yelled at him all the time. Well, Ben, if you didn't have a big waterhead and make stupid decisions <laughs> and hold on to football all day long, then you wouldn't get yelled at. I don't know what to tell you. I, the, there's a part of me that likes the Steelers in this game solely because, like, even without Le'Veon Bell, solely because of how much hype the Browns are getting. I understand. Like, I the, totally get when the, the public hype is crazy. Yeah, when the public is so yeah, hard one-sided. knocks does that every year. Hard knocks makes you believe in a team that you shouldn't believe in. And I, we're just gonna we're gonna be clear. I understand. Cleveland has a head coaching problem. Okay, I I, trust, I didn't know if you were going to agree with that or I not. I trust Haley immensely. I think he's the best offensive mind that has been in that locker room in a long time. He should be the head coach. He's more qualified to be the head coach. And I don't trust Hugh at all. I'm hoping that talent and the coordinators can, can just make this ship go well enough to overcome the problems with Hugh. I like that. That was really well thought. We we good. are a really good coach away from being great. We being the Browns. We being just so the Browns. everybody knows. We being my Cleveland Browns. The 49ers at the Vikings. Vikings are a six point favorite. The over under is forty six and a half. That is another Sunday game, September 9th, twelve PM on Fox, US Bank Stadium in Minneapolis. Story of this game is gonna be Jimmy G, his undefeated record. He was five and zero to end last season. And Kyle Shanahan's year two offense against the Vikings' number one defense. Kirk Cousins, first game as the Vikings quarterback. Dalvin Cook uh, returns from injury. Vikings lost nobody from a defense that was number one in just about everything last year. They were lights out across the board. They're so good. They're so good. This is another one of those that I was a little shocked at the number because there is so much hype around San Francisco right now. You wanted to talk about scheme earlier. That's right. Kyle Shanahan can put together a game plan, period. Now, it, Super Bowl aside, everything else this dude has done has worked. Oh, absolutely. So, but this is also the Vikings. That's right. No, he hasn't played a team like this. Jimmy hasn't played a team like this. No. He just, he just hasn't. They're going to be prepared. They're going to be just as well coached, if not more prepared and more coached, better, now they, better coached. T- the second to last game last season, 
They did hang 44 on the Jags. But the Jags had already wrapped up. Like, they'd already won the division. Oh, yeah. No, the Jags had nothing to play for. Yeah. So, and that game was at home. This is going to be on the road. Minnesota fans are going to be fired up. Like, I love the Vikings well, here. The one thing, and there's a, there's a big piece of this pie, too. Kyle Shanahan likes to throw the ball to the running back. He always has. He went out and got him. Uh, and McKinnon. An unbelievable running back. Yeah. And McKinnon, he's out for the season now. And Towards and, ACL yeah, in the last that, play of practice. Yep. And so, so that's, I mean, you're just not going to move Alf Morris off the street and, and you know, Matt Breida in and say, all right, you're going to take his place. I just it don't work. It's like going to matter against a team like Minnesota. You might be able to do that stuff when you're playing some lesser opponents. Yeah, not against Minnesota. Uh, oh, num- hang on. We we didn't really make a pick on the Cleveland game. I've made it clear. I've made it abundantly you're, you're clear. A Cle- you're you're going with the Cleveland. And it's not. That- this is not a fandom thing. I think Todd Haley has something to prove. And I got a screenshot today that I was sending to my friends in Cleveland. Miles Garrett came out and said. Ben and I didn't get to meet last year because Miles <laughs> got hurt and couldn't play. I'm really, I'm really interested. I'm really interested in introducing myself to him. That's uh, that's cute. That's cute. And I, I and I think Ben should be afraid. I think that there is way too much hype on the Browns right now. Until they show me that they can beat the Steelers, when Miles Garrett tears Big Ben in half, that's that's fine. Then then then. I guess Landry Jones isn't there anymore. Josh Dobbs can Josh can Dobbs or Mason Rudolph, <laughs> one or the other. Either way, uh, I'll take the Steelers here. I'll go the opposite of you. I think they're going to win, and I think they're going to be double digit wins. I mean, I wish this was the Browns. A, I wish this was an old school Steelers minus seven, and I could get plus three eighty on the money line. I think I think Cleveland's going to kick their ass. Did you take them on the money line? I'm last absolutely going to take them. I haven't yet. I'm okay. going to take them on the money line. I want to get closer to the game. I want the. I want. I think the number is going to get bigger as we, as soon as Le'Veon reports, which I think he's going to eventually. I think the money line is going to go up, and I think the spread's going to go up. All right, who are you taking in uh, the Vikings 49ers? I'm. I'm taking. What's the What's the spread right now? Six. I'm gonna. I'm gonna lay the six. I'm gonna. That's, take I'm, the I'm laying the six as well. Going with the Vikings. Chiefs at the Chargers. Chargers minus three. Over under is 47 and a half. Sunday, September 9th, 3.05 p.m. Central Time on CBS at the StubHub Center in Carson, California. You know how many people can fit into the StubHub Center? 29,000. 27,000. I knew it was in the And it won't even be full. Nah, that's all right. But that's fine. Guess who won't be there? 70,000 Chiefs fans like Arrowhead. That's true. That's true. Pat Mahomes' second road start, his second start ever. He started last season's finale at Denver. Um, but his, his second start is really in a non-hostile uh, environment. That's good. The Chargers won nine of their last 12 and six of their last seven. Their only loss was a 30-13 to beatdown at Kansas City last year. The Chiefs beat them both times last season. Chiefs have got weapons all over the field, but the Chargers have got a defense, and they have got a veteran quarterback that has been in these kind of situations. I'm going to tell you this. The the fans might not be hostile, but uh, Bosa. Bosa and Ingram might have something to say about the hostility that Patrick Mahomes yeah. is about to face. That is going to be the best one-two pass rush combination in all of football this year. Watch it closely. I don't want to be any of the quarterbacks in that division. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, um, you know how much I love 
This Chargers team, I think they're going to be unbelievably good. I like the Chargers in this spot, especially because I, Pat Mahomes, like while he did get to play a little bit last year, this is a different ball game. This is his team now. And I think it takes some time, especially against a defense like this. The pressure that he's going to feel is, is, is going to be rough. It's going to yeah, be real. It really is. It really is. Also, Antonio Gates reported to camp today. He's going yep, to play. He, he I don't know what kind of shape he's in or how well he's going to be for week one. Or yeah, if but he's, he's, he's a Hall of Famer. But he's there. He's a big target to just, when they get in the red zone, throw it up, let him box somebody out and go up and get the ball. I agree. Uh, number five, Bears at the Packers. Packers a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. That actually came down since the Khalil Mack news. Um, Over-unders, 48. Sunday, September 9th, it is the 7.20 p.m. Sunday night football game on NBC from Lambeau Field in Green Bay, the frozen tundra in September. <laughs> um, you Listen, we haven't talked a lot because all this stuff happened after we did our last show and whatever for this week. I am so excited about the Khalil Mack trade. Oh, I know. Him and Roquan Smith is are going to that's that's another Ro, world. Roquan's gonna take a little bit because he's playing middle linebacker, you know, in the NFL. That's a that's a coaching quarterback on the field for the defense position. It's gonna take him a little while. But but those two team those two guys are gonna wreck this conference. The Vikings and the Bears defense are getting scary. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I, I've told you before, I don't think he can make 16 games anymore. He's just shown he's fragile, he's frail, and he plays too reckless with running the football. And Khalil Mack doesn't help. I'll tell you what I'm excited about. Anthony Miller oh, no, against that absolutely. Packers secondary. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's because the, the Packers Mitch always Trubisky, have secondary problems. They're going to run RPOs, which means Mitch Trubisky's completion percentage is going to go from like 40% what it was last year to in the high 70s because yeah. that's what happens in the RPOs. And you've got an athletic dude. I know everybody's talking about the signing of Allen Robinson. You've got an athletic dude that's not afraid to go across the middle in yep. Anthony Miller. And then not only that, we've talked about this before. I believe with these new rules in the NFL that – Players are, are going to be able to go in the middle of the field. If you're a receiver and you're not afraid to go across the middle, it's going to be wide open for you. And I think I think scoring is going to be crazy high. Um, I think it's going to be there for the taking. I love athletic receivers like Miller that are going to be able to make plays. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. Um, the biggest news, of course, Khalil Mack. We talked about that. Signed to an extension. Uh I mean, the Bears have way more offensive weapons for Trubisky. The question to me, the biggest question is, can Aaron Rodgers still win with a mediocre roster? That's the question all the time, though. He just doesn't have anybody on his team. No, he really doesn't. As he, much he as just... I crap on him as a person, he's still an unbelievable quarterback. His his team is just not great. But he just signed an extension with him. $33.5 million a year for, took, what, four he, years? He took almost 20% of the salary cap. Yeah, which guy. means it's very difficult. So the rest of that team, yeah. not going to get even better anytime soon. You got that right. I like the Bears here. I love the Bears. I will be taking the Bears. Which, which some, scares me a little bit. With some money line action. The Packers are going to open up with two home games. They're going to have the Bears, which I thought would be a little bit easier than it's going to be. Mack will change that drastically. 
And then the Vikings week two. How how can like how much of an impact can Mac? I don't I don't know with only being there for a week to train. He hasn't been in any training camp, so I don't know what shape he is in. All these guys have great trainers, and they they are in incredible shape for normal people. But every coach in the history of the world will tell you, you can't get in football shape until you're actually playing football. All the working out will never do anything for you. I'm worried about Josh uh, Gordon for that. Khalil Mack, very much in the same boat. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. It's why I'm not really afraid of him week one. Um, I don't know the answer. He plays a position that's different than the two offensive skill positions. It's about yeah. brute strength, short bursts of speed. Those other guys are going to have to do a lot of cutting and slashing, which is really scary for hamstrings. He's not going to have that problem. Yeah. He's still real strong. They're you, the monster of the midway. He's a monster that they've added. Do you like the unders in a lot of these games? Nope. No? You like I overs. I normally am an under better. You know that. Week one, two, and three, I think scoring is going to be up because of these rules. I think teams are going to get extra downs, extra set of downs because of all the personal fouls that are going to be called. Now, I might be wrong, and the and the refs might keep the, the hankies in the pocket. But, but if, they haven't thus far. If they call it like they've done it in preseason, man, I, I think we can have some crazy high-scoring games. We got three honorable mention games that didn't quite make our top five. We'll just run through these because none of them are not not huge games, but there's interesting stuff. Texans at the Patriots. Patriots opened up a six point favorite. Deshaun Watson and JJ Watts are back from injury. Uh, the Pats returned to Foxborough after they lost the Super Bowl. Have we figured out what the Pats are going to do on offense or on defense for that matter? I follow this team crazy close. I have no idea what they're going to look like offensively. I mean, I. Yeah, I'm, I, I'll tell you Everybody this. Is working Tom Brady is still the quarterback, so right. like they're no, going to be fine. I'm, I'm, Whatever I'm they do, good with, I'm good with twelve. But like other than that, everyone's assuming Chris Hogan's going to be a monster. Man, if Cordell Patterson came out and looked like the next Randy Moss, it would not shock me, man. It just wouldn't. No, it wouldn't shock me either. That's I, I brought him up to you in the previews. Yeah. Uh, Jags at the Giants. Jags are a three point favorite on the road. Tom Coughlin going back to New York. Believe that Jalen Ramsey versus Eli Manning makes this immensely more entertaining because of Jalen Ramsey's talk. We we never really talked about this. Who is yeah, we didn't cover any news. We we're doing previews. Who is he gonna who's he gonna cover? He's not covering Odell. I I think he probably would. You think he's gonna follow Odell or yeah. is he gonna go to a side? I think he's gonna follow uh, Odell. I think I think he will play man on man with him pretty much the whole game. He's so much bigger than Odell, but I don't know that he's anywhere close to as fast. I don't think he's as fast. But I don't know if there's many people in the league that's as fast as Odell. That, see, that's the point. So, um, Saquon Barkley, his first game. OBJ is back. We're going to uh, find out if Barkley's real or not because he's going to go up against the defense. I believe that. Can and Blake Bortles throw the football? That's the question right now. I don't know that he needs to. Like, remember, the Jags' defense is awesome, but they are beatable. This team went 10-6 oh, yeah. and six last year. They wasn't like they were 14-2. and two. Well, so, but they got Blake Bortles as a quarterback. They never gonna go fourteen to two. That's what I'm saying. This is a, it's a good spot. We'll see. Finally, Rams at the Raiders Monday night headliner. Joe Tessitore, Booger McFarland, Jason Witten. They are uh, they are making their debut, like real official debut live in Oakland. Uh, can all of these one year contracts actually work for the Rams? Uh, John Gruden's first game since December twenty eighth, two thousand eight. By the way, I went back and checked that 
like 2008 was his last season. He started out nine and three that year, and then lost the last four games. <laughs> I could not believe it. Uh, will Sean McVay be as successful now that teams have a full year of film? Like, there's a lot of questions about this game. I, the Rams, I thought, would be a much bigger favorite here. I'm scared to touch this game because I, I feel like the Rams should be a way bigger favorite. It's it's four and a half. The line is four and a half at Oakland on a Monday night. I will be betting the over in this game, no question about it. I don't think the Raiders are going to be able to stop anybody. Last year with Mac, they were the 29th best defense in the league. Yeah. Adding John Gruden, they become like the 30th best defense in the league. They get rid of Mac, down to the 32nd best defense in the league. That I just I just don't give them any respect. They didn't add anybody. This is the oldest team in the league. The youngest guy on their team is Amari Cooper. That's going to be a starter. That's crazy. Derek Carr, I mean, if he can get back into – but see, that's the thing. Amari Cooper, not good against press coverage. What's he about to get? A lot of press coverage. Because who else are they throwing to? Jordy? Jordy can't get open. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a problem. It is a problem. This is a young man's game, and why John Gruden thinks he can just make it an old man's game is beyond me. You got me. All right, you guys know what's up. We're giving you all the info you need to be a winner. Head down to Tunica. Get some action down on your favorite plays. As always, you can visit tunicatravel.com for more information. You can also get previews, gambling picks, all sorts of stuff over at winningcureseverything.com. College football gambling picks week number two. How you feeling, buddy? I'm feeling good, man. Feeling like a winner? That's right. Here's the deal. First off, Tunica, Mississippi is bringing you this segment, the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can watch and wager on all of these games at any of Tunica's five, soon to be six, fantastic, incredible, amazing sports books. Horseshoe, Gold Strike, Samstown, Hollywood, First Jackpot. Coming soon, the sports book at the Fitz. You can get more information over at tunicatravel.com. You can also get these picks and whatnot over at winningcureseverything.com. And if you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button for us. Let's jump right in. We're going to try and roll through these. This is like a rapid-fire segment, isn't it? Before you go, we oh, get the into football, these. football pick them. Pick them. I almost forgot about it again. Well, oh, I, I didn't almost. I completely forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, you did. But that's why you're here. That's, look. that's what we do. You bring this, you bring this thing in. Football <laughs> pick them contest. Over at the website, winningcureseverything.com, you go up to the top, you go all the way over to the right on the little bar, it says football pick em, or football contest. It's whatever free. It it's free. Sign up this week. You're picking 10 games against the spread. You got seven college games, three NFL games, and the winner, who, by the way, went 9-1 and one last week. You better bring your A game, boys. Believe that. Uh Nine and one against the spread is crazy. That's hard. That's to crazy. Do. That is um, hard to do. But the the winner this week gets a free night stay at Fitz Casino and two free buffet tickets for your visit down there. So go check that thing out. WinningCuresEverything.com. Let's jump right into the picks. I'm gonna go with my first one. All right, go ahead. Nevada at Vanderbilt. You know I don't like betting all the big games. I know. Vanderbilt minus nine. It's Saturday, 11 a.m. on SEC Network in Nashville. The public is all over Nevada because they whooped up on Portland State last week, 72-19. to Look, Vandy crushed Middle Tennessee State 35-7 to last week. 6.29 yards per play on offense to only like three for Middle Tennessee State. So, Nevada went 3-9 and last year. Just because they beat Portland State, who is an FCS team, does not mean that they are all that good. 
roll with Vanderbilt minus the nine. I'm telling you, this is a win. But I, you know what I didn't do? I didn't give him a recap. I went three and four against the spread last week. Not good. Not a good thing. Chris, however, went four, two, and one. We're going to give you an update on that every week. But I'm telling you this week, Vandy minus nine is your play. Getting back on the saddle. All right. I'm going to give you – I'm betting coaches that I like. This is, just a, this is just a theme. Bill Clark, maybe one of my top four or five favorite coaches to root for and, 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 and cheer for at UAB. They're going on the road to a place that I can't imagine is very hostile in coastal Carolina. <laughs> not, not so much. The you're lay, declares. You're, lay, you're laying ten points. Lay the ten. Rival Bill Clark. That's all you need. Are they still the Blazers? Yeah, they're still the Blazers. The Dragons. Yeah. I like still them. Still the Blazers. Like and Bill him. Clark's good against the spread. He's you, a lot, you rode him a lot last uh, year. Last year, that man made me a lot of money. Believe that. Game number two for me, as my shirt says, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Thank you, Mr. Brent Musburger. We appreciate that. Kentucky plus 14 and a half at Florida, Saturday night, 6.30 p.m. SEC Network at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium in Gainesville, Florida. Look. Kentucky only gave up 3.86 yards per play to Central Michigan last week. I understand. Directional school, whatever. They went 35-20, to 20, but that was with four turnovers. Their turnover luck was awful last week. They still won by two touchdowns. They have had this game against Florida circled every year for 32 years. If they lose this year, that is 32 straight years that they have lost to Florida. That is absurd. Absolutely absurd. Now, I ain't going crazy here. I ain't going straight up, but 14 and a half points is insane to me. I don't think Kentucky's going to win. They will keep it close because their running game and their defense, which has eight starters back this year, is going to keep this thing close. Florida gave up over four and a half yards per carry last week to whatever high school team they were playing. Kentucky, their running game, they went for 300 yards last week. They got a mobile quarterback. They got a running back, Benny Snell. I'm telling you, Kentucky is keeping this game close. I'm with you. Cash and tickets, plus like 14 it. and a half. I like it. Have some big wave on Let's put some money line money on it. Let's do it. Let's do it. A- after 31 years, I don't think I'm doing it. You and me. <laughs> not not me. after 28-27 last year. Come on. And on the Commonwealth, man. I, I can't do it. I'm going to talk you into that. My second <laughs> my second pick, I'm going with my boys, Westlot Pirates. I didn't ride with them last week. I bet against them. You bet against them? I bet against them. Dude, I rolled with them. I bet against them. I bet, that was one of the three I hit. Yeah, and uh, I like this team. They, they're way better on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively, than I was expecting. Um, I, I like Duke. Well-coached team. They're going on the road. Westlight, not Westlight. <laughs> Northwestern. <laughs> Northwestern. See, I done got it all stuck in my head. Northwestern gets to go home after a big conference win on the road. I think that place is going to be fired up. I think the yeah. fans are going to show up, ready to jump and, and, and go crazy. I think they're going to win. I think they're going to cover easily. They're laying three, taking Northwestern. Number three game for me, Appalachian State, minus 13.5 at Charlotte, Saturday, 5 p.m. It's on ESPN Plus, so you better get your free trial this week. In Charlotte, North Carolina, look, the line is short, shorter than it should be. Uh, due to Charlotte's big 34-10 to 10 win over Fordham last week, right? But what you need to pay attention to is that Charlotte is 6-39 and 39 overall the last four years. 
Against FBS schools in 2017, Charlotte averaged 12.6 points per game. They were held to seven points or less five times last year. App State had 5.93 yards per play at Penn State, and they're going to be fired up to get their first win, even though this one's on the road. Charlotte sucks. Bottom line, if you can get this under two touchdowns, you struck gold. Even if it goes over two touchdowns, doesn't matter. App State is crushing these dudes. It's my next pick. I'm going with our University of Memphis Tigers. <laughs> They're going on the road to Navy. Got a little road test. You you put a I think Navy put a little bit on this last night, didn't you? I put a little, I put a little something. You put something, a little something something on something that one. On this one Ooh, now. boy, yeah, because I looked at you like you were crazy. Got the hot sauce out. <laughs> now I will tell you, I got a pretty good line, which is why I got the hot sauce out. I got them at four and a half. It's what I got a ticket for. Yep. It's what Less it says. Less than 24 hours later, it's it is six seven. and a half. It was oh, seven, seven before we checked. Good I gracious. Checked it. It's now seven. I'm going to tell you this. I'd still lay the seven. I know that Navy is going to have a bounce back. I know that Navy is going to be better. But, and Navy's at home. Here's the difference. Navy is the one that has to travel from Hawaii 30-something hours plane ride all the way back to Navy. All the way back to Annapolis, Maryland. All to the other coast, the other ocean. Well, the other side of this is that Navy gave up 59 points to Hawaii, gave up like 400-something yards passing. Could have scored 100. Uh, yeah. Memphis they definitely could have. They were up 56 nothing at the I, half. I told Brady everybody. White went 22 out of 28 for like 350 yards or whatever it was and five touchdowns in the first half. I know, I know they played nobody, but you can't do that against air. Yeah. I mean, if you're it's, just it's running difficult. drills, guys are going to drop balls or you're going to throw it just a little bit off of point here or there. I told you I like this Memphis team. I didn't have the huevos to take them to go undefeated this year. I picked them 11-1. and one. I think I might be wrong on that. I think they're going to kill a lot of these teams. There's going to be a couple of games where they're going to be tested. Week two against Navy coming off of butt whippings, not one of them. They beat Navy. I think they even cover the seven pretty easy. Whew. All right, number four for me, Georgia Tech, minus three at South Florida. Saturday, 11 a.m. game on ABC at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. South Florida lost three out of four starters from the defensive line last year. They're playing three guys that have zero experience in their back seven starting. Look, Georgia Tech returns eight starters on offense. That is key for running the triple option. South Florida gave up 192 rushing yards to Elon last week. Almost five yards a carry. That is absurd. Georgia Tech is going to run all over these dudes. And while South Florida might be able to score a little bit, I don't think they can score enough because they're not going to have the ball enough. Georgia Tech minus three on the road at South Florida. Roll with it. So I'm going to take a play out of your book. You like Wyoming. I learned a lot about Wyoming this past week. Now, I took the Cougars because I'm never going to bet against Mike Leach. I understand that. Mike I liked Wyoming last Mike week. Mike Leach is a much superior coach. Than 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 the Craig people Bolt? yeah yeah okay. he's just he's just he's unbelievable unworldly. Wyoming coming to Missouri, I think they're going to keep this game really close. They're catching seventeen and a half points, man. I think that was actually up to eighteen today. Was it really? Yeah. I got it at seventeen and a half last night. Yeah, I like Wyoming, and it wouldn't shock me if Wyoming pulls an upset out here. I think you're right. Like it, Wyoming is is good enough on the run game and everything to to slow that. Like it's another one of those things where they will hold on to the football forever because Missouri cannot stop, stop the run. They can't. They're gonna they're gonna maintain possession. 
And and Missouri can score, but I, I don't know, man. I you're giving up almost. How much can points. you score if you don't have the ball? That's right. I, I'm just a big fan. I, I like. I learned a lot about Wyoming. Watched them even in the loss, even though they didn't cover last week. It doesn't matter. Um, and I kind of like that they kind of got beat up a little bit. They're going to be coached up hard this week. I think they're going to go into Missouri. I think they're going to give them hell. Liberty at Army is my fifth game. Army minus nine and a half. All right. Uh, this is Saturday, 11 a.m., CBS Sports Network. It's in West Point, New York. The public is all over Liberty, okay? Because I, they I were – I don't know that many people are actually all over Liberty. Well, I, I'm just looking at the betting trends, at the, the money the, that's coming the, in in Vegas. The nine people that have bet this game have all picked Are all game. going on Liberty. The reason being, they beat Old Dominion last week 52-10. to 10. They were a five-point underdog, and they came out and whooped them. Army lost 34-14 to 14 at Duke, so, of course – People are swapping the lines, right? Here's the deal, though. You go back and check that thing out. Liberty scored four times late against Old Dominion after turnovers and just bad decisions like going forward on fourth down when they didn't have to, all that kind of stuff. Army's triple option is going to demolish these dudes. That minus nine and a half is a gift. That is a gift. Go. Don't bet the mortgage. But I feel good about this one. Liberty ain't that good. Army is really good. Jeff Munkin is fantastic as a coach. I'm telling you, Army all over that one. My next two picks, I'm just going to give them back-to-back real quick. We'll cover some time because the theory behind it are the exact same. Okay. I like taking teams the second week that come off of real big scares and or close losses where they should have handled a team. Okay. I'm going to take Penn State minus nine. I'm taking Kansas State plus ten. Penn State, it's a rivalry game, but it doesn't matter. They're on the road. Nah, not really. There's going to be more Penn State fans there than Pitt fans. Pitt has ruined their season in the past. It won't happen this week in week two. They almost got beat by Appalachia State. James Franklin, unbelievable coach. He's going to have those boys ready to go. The fighting Bill Snyders, they're not giving up double digits to Mississippi State at home. I think you're, I think you're probably right. I know Mississippi State beat up on a high school team, and I know that Kansas State didn't look very good, and and I know that that equals that Mississippi State should come in there and route them. Look, no, it's not no, the sir. same. No, sir. Bill Snyder. Bill Snyder will have these guys correcting the things that they did wrong. He'll have them ready to go for Mississippi State. Mississippi State might win. They're not coming into Kansas State's house dropping double digits. I can roll with that. Eastern Michigan at Purdue. Purdue minus 15 in this one, Saturday, 11 a.m., Big Ten Network, in front of 62,000 screaming fans at Ross-Aid Stadium in West Lafayette, Indiana. Are you feeling me? Are you feeling me? Purdue, boy. Jeff Brom went 3-0 and straight up and against the spread in their non-conference last year. Eastern Michigan does not have the horses to stay in this ballgame. They gave up 5.5 yards per carry to Monmouth and 5.08 yards per play to Monmouth. Last week, I understand they won the ball game, but you giving up that many yards, it's going to bite you eventually. Purdue averaged 8.08 yards per carry against Northwestern. They looked really good in that game. Yes. That was a great game to watch. That Thursday night game oh, yeah. opened the season off. Unbelievable game. Rondell Moore and DJ Knox are going to run all over the place on these dudes. Purdue minus 15, that line ain't near big enough. My last pick for the week, I'm giving to you. This is the one that scares me, but it's probably the one I love the most. Because <laughs> you love crazy. I love Will Muschamp. And I love this South Carolina Gamecocks. I love Debo Samuels. 
and I really don't like Georgia. <laughs> At least you're being honest with oh, everybody. Oh, no, no doubt, no doubt. Right. They're bigger, they're stronger, they're faster. I don't give a damn. They're going to go into Columbia. They're going to take the L. I got money line action riding on this game. Give me the 10.5 points. Wait till closer to game time. You'll get it at 11. You might get it at 12. It's going to keep getting bigger. Let the public just keep blowing Kirby Smart. Let them just keep dumping money on the other side. (laughs) It's going to work out for you. Take the South Carolina Gamecocks. Will Muschamp is crazy. Yeah, he is. USC at Stanford is my last one. Stanford minus four. Saturday, 7.30 p.m. ESPN at Stanford Stadium in – no, this is a Fox game, isn't it? It's the Fox game. It's the Fox game. I think I wrote it down wrong. 4 p.m.? No, no, it's 7.30. 7.30 p.m. Yeah, it's a night game. Uh, It's in Palo Alto. Uh, JT Daniels, first road game against a stout Stanford defense. Bryce Love had a miserable week one, uh, but against USC last year, he averaged 7.31 yards per carry in two games against USC. That's – that was a lot of carries. It was like 40 carries. He's going to have to be yeah. better than he was last week. Uh, revenge factor is there as Stanford lost to SC twice last year. And for real, KJ Costello is legit. Stanford quarterback, 21 out of 31 last week, 332 yards, four touchdowns, one pick. KJ Costello and Bryce Love are going all over the place on, on SC this weekend. That four points ain't near enough. I would be willing to go up to anything under a touchdown. Wow. I'd be down with that. There you go. So, you got all the information you need. Go be a winner. Go down to Tunica. Put your money in. Look, get some action. Go down and watch some games. Drink some beers. Drink some brouhaha's. Let's do this thing. But go be a winner. Go down to Tunica. You can figure out more at tunicatravel.com or all of this mess over at winningcureseverything.com. <laughs> NFL gambling picks for week number uno. Number one, brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can watch and wager on these games at any of Tunica's five, soon to be six incredible sports books Horseshoe, Gold Strike, Sam's Town, Hollywood, First Jackpot, opening soon, the sports book at the Fitz. Get more information over at tunicatravel.com. You can get information on these picks at winningcureseverything.com. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Let's roll into this thing. You want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Go first. My first pick, I'm going to take the most consistent quarterback, I think, in this conference, in this division, a team that I've been crazy high on. I love the Chargers. They're at home. Don't have much of a home field advantage, but they're not playing in in, in the craziness of Arrowhead Stadium. I got the Chargers minus three. A lot of places have it three and a half now. It's been bet up a little bit. I think I'd still lay the three and a half. I think they're a better team. I think that defense is going to make a rookie quarterback, or well, I guess not a rookie, first first year starting quarterback, have some mistakes, have some growing pains. Give me the Chargers. I like that one. I like that. Game number one for me, the 49ers at the Vikings. I'm taking the Vikings minus six. Jimmy G went 5-0 and as he started in last season, but that hype has given us a line underneath the touchdown. The Vikings for multiple seasons have been a quarterback away. Now they got Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook is coming back. The Vikings led the NFL in total defense at 272 yards per game and scoring defense at 15.8 points per game in 2017, and they lost nobody. I'm telling you, this line is a fluke. You got this one under touchdown, grab it with everything that you got. Yeah, that team's going to be scary, I think. Vikings minus six. So for some reason, 
the nation, the gambling world, Vegas, think the Cowboys are going to be good this year. I hadn't figured that out. And I don't and I don't understand it. Last night we were looking and I got the under bet. It was it was nine. They think they're gonna win nine games. Come on, man. They're not gonna win nine games. The Cowboys are playing the Panthers week one. On the road. I think the Panthers are good. I think their defense is gonna be real strong. I think the Cowboys are going to struggle to score. I think the defense is gonna contain Zeke. I don't know that there's any offensive other players that we know about in Dallas that really scare me. I think Cam Newton is still explosive. I think Christian McCaffrey is still explosive. I love DJ Moore. I think the Panthers are going to wipe the floor with them. I cannot believe this line was three. It's it's a low line. And it hasn't – it's gone down. People are still betting the Cowboys. It opened at like four. The public is still betting the Cowboys. The under the over-under for the season win totals is going up. That's insane. I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't either, but it, it makes for a good before. line for you. I've been wrong before. If I'm wrong on the Cowboys this year, it's going to cost me some money. Yeah, because you believe enough in it to uh, to do your thing. Game number two for me, the Falcons at the Eagles on Thursday night. I love this line. Eagles minus two right now. Minus two at home after winning a Super Bowl against a team that averaged 8.7 Points per game against top five defenses last year? I don't Are you kidding me? I don't. They're, they're, this is more disrespect for Nick Foles. That is absolutely insane to me. Uh, I understand the Eagles went completely vanilla in the preseason, but that's because preseason doesn't count. I know Alshon's not going to be there, but he wasn't there a lot last no, year. No, he it's wasn't. It's okay. It's all right. Look, here's the deal. If the Falcons can't score, then they can't win. That's right. And against top five defenses, Steve Sarkeesian has proven – that he can't score. And they've had a month to prepare for Steve Sarkeesian's unbelievable offense. Exactly. The Eagles will be hyped like you will not believe after their first championship. Yeah. They get in the rings. They get in the trophy. They do in the presentation. It's the Thursday night game. They've been fired up for this one for a long, long time. Take the Eagles minus the two. It ain't even going to be close. My next bet's a little hard for me to swallow. Out of all 32 teams in the NFL, there are a lot of teams I like. And there's a lot of teams I hate. There's one team I loathe. I despise more than any other. <laughs> I know other. who you're talking about. And it is the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> but their offensive line is much improved. I really like Michael Crabtree a lot. I think they're going to figure the run game out. They have a capable, competent quarterback. And they get to bring in for week one. That defense, while it's getting old, it's getting a little little long in the tooth there, they get to feast on Nate Peterman in the Bills week one. This game opened at four. And as soon as Nate Peterman was named the quarterback, it went to seven. Yeah. I'm laying the seven. I'm not afraid That's still of this not game enough points, is it? I think Baltimore is going to kick their butt. It's hard for me to t- – I have to love – a game for me to bet on Baltimore. I can understand that. Game number three for me, I don't... Okay, here's the deal. I like the game. I'm I'm still questioning why I like the game. I got the Jags at the Giants. I got the Giants plus three at home. People forget the Jags were 10-6 last year. They weren't 14-2, 15-1, whatever. I understand that they got to... Uh, 
They got to the AFC Championship game. Look, they lost some games. Blake Bortles ain't that good. The Giants are going to be hyped with Barkley's first game and OBJ back. The defense will be better because the offense will actually stay on the field and give them some time to rest. I don't trust Blake Bortles. I don't think he's going to win in this spot. I think the Giants with Pat Shermer are going to be fired up for this game. Look, you catching points at home opening weekend? Give me Eli Manning. Yeah, road road favor. Uh, I mean, home home favorites or home dogs. Sorry, I can't even talk right now. <laughs> home dogs in the NFL. Home dogs tough. And and then you got opening weekend. You've had plenty of time to prepare. Nothing's gonna catch you off guard. And Eli's gonna be pissed off about Jalen Ramsey saying he's just a. No, I mean it's just what it is. Eli doesn't get upset about too much. But he's a professional. That's yeah. it. You got a capable, competent quarterback. And the Jags don't. So I got the Bears. Plus seven and a half last night. Now, today, I think that number has gone down. Yeah. But I still like the Bears. Going to Green Bay, don't know what Khalil Mack is going to do, but I liked them before the Mack trade. Yeah. I think Chicago is going to be substantially better this year than last. I think they have a chance to be the team that finished last in their division and could, I don't think they can win division, but make a playoff run um i think they're gonna be really good this year green bay they have an unbelievable quarterback i don't know that they're above average at any other position in the nfl no they're not i mean Devonta adams is a player but he's one receiver yeah he's just one guy he's he's one dude it's a, medi- a mediocre roster they're just not good i think this bears team has gotten way better overnight i don't know a whole lot about i think matt nagy's gonna change yeah a lot the of, coaching staff and 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 Na- I, I think this offense is going to be mitch trubisky friendly i think they're gonna run rpos to make his completion percentage go up i think they're going to do things to put him in a, a an ability to succeed because they've invested so much in him i just think they're going to be better i think they have a chance to win this game outright if you're laying six and a half or catching six and a half, you're catching seven. Damn sure if you're catching seven and a half like I got last night, I'm taking the Bears. I can understand it. I got the Texans at the Pats for game number four. Pats minus six. First game back at Foxborough since the Super Bowl loss. Tom Brady is going to be out to prove a point. Deshaun Watson's first game back after an ACL tear midseason last year. J.J. Watt's first game back. The metrics all say that the Pats should be favored by two touchdowns, and yet I got them for under a touchdown. That's because last year Watson went in to uh, the Patriots Stadium and cut them up. Agreed. He put up a ton of points, but that defense last year ain't the same as the defense is this year. Exactly. And Bill has had a month to get ready for a second-year quarterback that only has four games under his belt. Yeah. You made my point for me, exactly. No, I'm, I'm absolutely going to stand. You made my point. I'm going to stand behind you on that one. Pats minus six. Take it, especially when it's under a touchdown. I don't know what their offense is going to do. I'm going to bet Gronk is going to have a big game. I'm going to bet Tom Brady's Tom probably going to find a way to win yeah, a game. Like two this. or three touchdowns. It's just what they do. <laughs> Who are they going to go to? I don't know. Cordero Patterson. Phil Dorsett, I don't know. Pick somebody. Yeah, pick, pick a guy. It'll probably be somebody that we hadn't even named that, that right. you may not even know who he is right now, but. They He'll picked up into, some white dude from the Jets waiver wire pick. I don't I don't know who that guy is. Don't know where he played college. He'll ball. probably score two touchdowns. He, yeah, he could be yeah, 
Probably Whatever. so. What's uh, what's game number five for you? My last game is the game I've talked about. I talked about it when we did our, our divisional previews. I talked about it when we we did our big game preview earlier in the week, which was actually tonight. We're recording all these back-to-back-to-back because we're crazy. You've put all your eggs in this basket, hadn't you? I believe week one. Now, I don't know that the Browns are going to be living up to the hype season-wide. Okay? I know I got crazy. I know I said they're going to win ten games. I still kind of believe that. I have my worries and I have my issues. Week one against the Steelers, I am not afraid. I am I'm not, not afraid. afraid. Of, I'm not afraid of anything. Isn't that with the this M&M thing? I, that's it. I, I just I, I'm going into this completely fearless. I don't think it's going to be close. If I was in Vegas, I don't know if Tunica sports books are going to do it. You can actually get alternative lines where you can like give back points but get way better odds on oh, it. Yeah. I'm going to be looking to do that. I've already got money line action on it. I got the Browns plus four. I'm not afraid of this game. I think they're going to beat them up. I think they're going to beat them up bad. I told you how I feel about that. It's a whole lot of hype about the Browns right now. And I understand the plan at home. And I understand how the game at home went last year. But With Deshaun Kaiser. They were in that game and the Steelers barely got out by the skin of their teeth. Yeah, by one point, right? Against Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah. Kaiser so-so, right? Yeah, Kaiser so-so. Tyrod Taylor was a top 12 quarterback in the NFL last year. People don't realize this. He took the garbage Bills to the playoffs last year. Yeah. And he took them all the way into the fourth quarter of that um, Jags game. Jags game, game. yeah. Now, I mean, he only scored three points, but. They were in it. But you got Blake Bortles on the other side, so like. He doesn't turn the ball over. He knows how to move an offense. And he's a leader, by I, God. Oh, That's, gosh. Oh, yeah. man. He is. He, he, it's sad if you watch Hard Knocks. He's telling Hugh, like, hey, hold people accountable. Do this, do that. He knows what he's doing. Him and Todd Haley, going to be dangerous this year. He's going to be a top five quarterback in the NFL this year. Watch. Man, you're making some big. I know. Big I know I'm crazy. I, they might not win all these games, they're going to score points. Todd Haley knows what he's doing. Uh, Tyrod Taylor knows what he's doing. Jarvis Landry is a great receiver. If we can get anything out of Gordon, it's going to be scary. And Joku's going to freak out. We just have too many pieces on offense to not mess that up. I'm telling you, we got to get hooked up with some people in Cleveland for them to see your rants about this. We'd be famous in Cleveland. I don't know. I don't think they'd like me too much in Cleveland. My gracious. All right, game number five for me, the Redskins at the Cardinals. It is a pick'em. The Redskins traveling all the way to Glendale, Arizona, and you giving me a pick em? Sam Bradford. Dude, Sam Bradford is healthy. They got David Johnson healthy. They got Larry Fitzgerald healthy. They got a defense that was top 10 in the league last year and has been for years. I understand they swap coaches. I got that. I don't like Alex Smith's weapons in Washington right now and aging Adrian Peterson. Josh Doxson's kind of like, eh, whatever, right? Like he's just, he's a guy. Cardinals defense is legit. I like them at home. Opening weekend, I think they're going to be fired up for this season. I think they're going to come out with this win. And if you got them at a pick them, all they got to do is win a ball game. And you telling me that Arizona's going to lose a ball game to the Redskins at home with old ass Adrian Peterson? Larry Fitzgerald said this week that Sam Bradford is the most accurate quarterback he's ever played with. Boom. Cardinals. Pick them. Take that junt. 
win you some money. We have given you all of the information that you need to be a winner. So take your rear ends down to Tunica, Mississippi. Hop into one of their five fantastic sports books. It'll be six soon, but right now it's five. I'm telling you, go down, get you some action in, watch you some ball games on Sunday. Do the thing. We'll be back next week. Y'all have a good uh, a good weekend. If you hadn't hit subscribe on that YouTube yet, do that. Anything else we need to hit? Cash some tickets. Cash them tickets, baby. All about it. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can follow us on Twitter, at winningcures. You can follow myself, at GaryWCE. You follow me at Chris B. Giannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I. You can also email the show. That's winningcureseverything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551-226-9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team or praise us or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899, and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show, and until next time, have a good one, guys. Hey, don't forget, subscribe to the Winning Cures Everything podcast on iTunes and make sure you leave a review. For every 25 written five-star reviews we get on iTunes, we are donating to St. Jude's Children's Hospital and LeBonner's Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. So subscribe and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and all your favorite podcast apps. Remember, the Winning Cures Everything podcast.